Marjorie Taylor Greene is breaking barriers in the conservative world of politics. She's also individually breaking conservatives and breaking politics and breaking the world. This human publicity stunt was elected to the U.S. Congress in 2020 in a district she didn't live in by people she didn't know. An impressive achievement, some might say, were it not for the fact that she's nuttier than a porta potty at a peanut festival. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. I'm Marjorie Green, and I approve this ad. America's the greatest country in the world. We need conservatives in Washington that will keep it that way. I'm running to stop gun control. Open borders. The Green New Deal. and socialism. Democrats fight for their socialist agenda every single day. I'll fight even harder to stop them. I'm Marjorie Green, Republican for Congress. Save America, stop socialism. It takes a special type of person to take facts and knowledge and fundamental proofs about this world and completely believe the opposite every time, despite all evidence to the contrary. If you'd always believed a horse was actually a raccoon and an eggplant was actually a bald eagle, you'd make a terrible farmer. If you saw a tire and wore it like a tiara, you'd make a terrible prom queen and a terrible mechanic. But you could be elected to Congress in the 14th District of Georgia. Marjorie Taylor Greene initially ran for Congress in her home district, a well-educated, wealthy area filled with good schools and McMansions and a Starbucks on every corner. There have probably been multiple angsty teen dramas set there. She soon realized, however, that she was never going to be elected in a place where Jethro is so rich, he buys a brand new boat when the other one gets wet. Most people don't know this, but there's no requirement that a congressperson has to actually live in the district that they represent. If you're somewhere in the same state, it's a-okay. Even if it's way over yonder, three hollers over, and catty corner to the next county over's gettin' place. The Georgia district that sent Green to Congress is poorer, much more rural, and one of the most conservative districts, not just in the state, but in the entire nation. The result of her election sent shivers down the spine of every Georgian who retains memories of once working a job in customer service. 
Missouri Congresswoman Cori Bush is moving to a new office, one that's away from Georgia's representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Bush says a confrontation with Greene is just one reason she's moving to a new building. One of her first official acts? Refusing to wear a mask at her own swearing-in during the COVID-19 pandemic, causing congressional staffers to yell at her, which caused her own folks to yell back, kind of like her own practice insurrection. Their staffs got into a war of words when they asked Green to mask up while on Capitol Hill. Green was live streaming at the time. It was a shit show from the get-go, even if it proved the idea that a dress rehearsal insurrection is always worse than opening night, which was scheduled for its series debut just days later. And though masks make Marjorie Taylor Greene madder than a wet hen, she can't claim ignorance on the mask issue. A month earlier, a congressperson-elect died from the virus before taking office. A month later, the first sitting member of Congress would be dead from COVID-19 as well. I wanted to, it to be on her live stream that we are saying, put your mask on. And then her team turned around, and her too, but then her team is yelling, stop inciting, you know, stop inciting violence with Black Lives Matter. What does Black Lives Matter have to do with this? Put on a mask and save lives. The drama over the mask is not the only reason that Congresswoman Bush says she's moving offices. Marjorie Taylor Greene continued her shitty ideas throughout the next few weeks. She got into a screaming match with a colleague from Missouri, again for not wearing a mask, while live streaming on your granddad's favorite place to be old, Facebook. These are interesting things to look that at. That congressperson, Representative Bush, moved her office and her entire staff to get away. She avoided Marjorie like the actual plague. On these forums, She also refused to wear a mask while being under lockdown with other lawmakers during the real Capitol insurrection days later. Basically, you know, you're going down. What is it with Marjorie and masks? She hates masks. Marjorie hates them, can't stand them. She doesn't want to wear them. She doesn't want kids to wear them. She said they are oppressive. She has said it's Democrat tyrannical control. And when she's forced to wear one, she wears one that says censored while speaking to the nation on live television. He's trying to tell people the truth, and he does it through... But the worst ideas are often the earliest ones. Let's look at Marjorie Taylor Greene's terrible ideas before she was elected. So that is a gigantic wall of text, but I will sum it up for you. The campfire, she believes that space lasers owned by the Rothschilds were beaming energy back to America and a blue, blue beam of light shot California and burned down the forest. Yes, this is a sitting member of Congress blaming forest fires on Jewish space lasers. She never clarified whether they were practicing Jewish space lasers or simply Jewish space lasers by ethnicity. She hates masks, yet believes in Yiddish arsonist Martians, a band that you should totally see live.
where we have basically the deep state is fighting back against President Trump. To be fair, on one hand, Marjorie Taylor Greene is clueless. But on the other hand, she's racist, too. Black and Hispanic men, do you want to know what holds them down? Gangs. She demanded that two female Muslim congresspersons retake their oaths of office because they used a Koran instead of a Bible. They want to put their hand on the Koran and be sworn in? No. She called their election an Islamic invasion of the government. We have an Islamic invasion. Despite the fact that they were the only two, two Muslims in Congress at the time, out of 538 members. Yes, I do believe he is a Muslim. She said Barack Obama was a Muslim, which isn't true. Valerie Jarrett is too, and... And that Valerie Jarrett was a Muslim, and that isn't true either. But Hugh has been... And if they were, it still wouldn't have anything to do with their political careers and would be as relevant to Marjorie as a science textbook. Gonna be satanic worship? She also thinks about inside jobs a lot. Right? We had witnessed 9-11, the terrorist attack um, in New York, and the plane that uh, crashed in Pennsylvania, and the... Marjorie Taylor Greene has said 9-11 was an inside job. She has said that a riot in Charlottesville, where one person was run over, killed by a car, that this was an inside job as well. A 2019 mass shooting in New Zealand? Inside job. The murder of a DNC staff member? Well, that was MS-13. MS-13, everyone, under Obama. A Mexican street gang, an inside job ordered by Barack Obama. She's believed that a wealthy Jewish Holocaust survivor is actually a Nazi. Basically like... And that Ruth Bader Ginsburg had a body double. I do not believe that was Ruth, no. She has said that JFK Jr. was murdered by Hillary Clinton. That's another one of those um, Clinton murders, right? If she shit her pants, she would find a way to call it an inside job. Although, in that case, she'd be correct. Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't take facts at face value, oh no. She looks for the most unlikely source of the real truth. Almost always a sinister plot of evil forces tied to her political opponents, or Muslims, or the Death Star of David, or masks. Her guidebook is the reverse Occam's razor. She's like a racist Alexa or a sexist Siri. She always has an answer. It's often wrong. And sometimes she pipes up when you didn't even ask her anything. One of her most terrible ideas was when she stalked a young man, a school shooting survivor, a teenager, David Hogg. David, why are you supporting the red flag laws? Why are you supporting red flag gun laws that attack our Second Amendment rights? And why are you using kids to get to, as a barrier? That's Marjorie Taylor Greene harassing a survivor of the shooting at Marjorie, no relation, Stoneman Douglas High School, where 17 students were killed. A mass murder that Greene insists, yes, you guessed it, was an inside job. He's got nothing to say. Sat. 
He has nothing to say because he's paid to do this. Guess what? I'm a gun owner. I'm an American citizen. And I have nothing but this guy with his George Soros funding and his major liberal funding has got everything. This bright young man still suffers from PTSD from the events of that day. The shooting, not meeting Congresswoman CrossFit. I want you to think about that. That's where we are. And he's a coward. He can't say one word because he can't defend his stance. She called David Hogg an idiot and a coward. She said he was trained like a dog, which sounds like she's never met a dog or a teenager before. A grieving parent had this to say, quote, she denies that my daughter died in Parkland, and yet because my last name is Gutenberg, because I'm Jewish, she thinks I shoot lasers at forests and start fires. She believed another school shooting, Sandy Hook Elementary, where 26 people were killed, was also an inside job carried out by Crisis Actors, which holds the record for worst job in Hollywood, right below Army Hammer's girlfriend and the person who does publicity for Lori Laughlin movies. Marjorie Taylor Greene was a proponent of QAnon. Unfortunately, she is more Q and less Anon. QAnon is a huge time suck of epic proportions that no one has the time to explain. Except for Marjorie Taylor Greene, now after losing her committee assignments, but let's try it in a few quick, crazy ideas. First, her political enemies are part of a cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles, which is another kick-ass band playing at CBGB's next Friday. Second, Establishment politicians are running a child smuggling operation out of a local Washington, D.C. pizza shop that apparently delivered children but kept forgetting the pepperoncinis. Third, the media is fake news. CNN and Fox and the New York Times, all that's fake. But you can trust an anonymous guy named Q that posts half-baked messages on 4chan. In fact, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who now has the time to research the QAnon intricacies full-time, has backed away from QAnon. Unlike most of her steadfast pro-life constituents who have firmly committed to carrying the idea full-term. According to Q, now I'm saying according to Q, again, I don't have any proof of this, but I'm, we're talking about who is Q, so I'm gonna tell you what he says. According to him, many in our government are actively worshiping Satan. Then after only three months in office, this congressional cry for attention started to piss off her own party in the House by demanding a roll call vote before they could adjourn. Ordinarily, this task for Congress folks is like raising their own children. It doesn't directly require their involvement. But demanding an actual vote requires every representative to leave their committee meetings or fundraising calls or gambling on the dog track which results in lost productivity and less time for their juice box break. In response to this blowback from her own tribe, 
caused by their unwillingness to hold a daily, pointless vote gangbang just to go home. Green tweeted, Some of my GOP colleagues don't share my outrage and are annoyed with me, which showed that her CrossFit training had been useful prior experience for her first term in Congress. She was doing a ridiculous-looking exercise, multiple times with bad form, and it appears to have injured her. What were the keys to Green's election? How did the Southern Belle become the latest political superstar in a Congress filled with three-chinned old men? Clearly, sex appeal is part of it. On the campaign trail, she would carry a life-size cardboard replica of President Donald Trump and place it on the stage with her. This promptly made Grandma Nellie's nipples hard and gave every male constituent a boner. In one notable instance, and something that sounds completely made up, she gently stroked President Trump's cardboard crotch on stage during a speech. That's, by the way, is not made up. Another part of her whimsical charm is barely contained rage and aggression. In her victory speech, she called Nancy Pelosi a bitch, which is sexist, offensive, and completely unoriginal. It's been done before, girlfriend. She filed articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden after he'd been in office less than 24 hours. That's a premature impeachment, which, take it from me, if you just think about baseball, you can make it last longer. When the Democratic House leadership stripped Green of her committee assignments, The Daily Show's Trevor Noah remarked that, quote, Her punishment is to do less work for the same amount of money. The last thing you want to do with a crazy person is to give them more time to be crazy. Okay, but let's keep going. Let's keep talking about whatever happened. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is in Congress on zero committees, doing fuck all for her poor and uneducated district. It's a remarkably feminist story, really. She gets paid the same amount of money as her male counterparts while doing even less work. But doing nothing is hard because you never know when you're done. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she found out that voters wouldn't pick her, so she instead picked her voters. She's promoted QAnon, which has to be fake news because every English word that starts with a Q is supposed to have a U immediately afterwards. She's fighting forest fires created by Jewish space lasers and imagining paranoid plots of satanic pedophile rings and false flag operations. She believes that mass shootings are made to make gun owners look bad and that crisis actors play dead for money at our nation's elementary schools. But never fear, this fiery blonde will tell Muslims to go to hell. She'll traumatize teenagers and she'll piss off her capital peers. So welcome to Marjorie Taylor Greene's America, a place where anybody, 
you, me, even the dumbest person you've ever met can be elected to Congress. Hey, thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 2 of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas on Marjorie Taylor Greene. This podcast is produced and performed by Eric Gray. For other episodes, other seasons, and to contact me directly for writing, voiceover, or whatever, check out the website at ericexplains.com. That's eric, E-R-I-C, explains.com. Hey, and if you like the episode, please review it, share it on social media, and subscribe for future episodes. Review, share, and subscribe. It's important. See ya.